Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes are inspired by some dental floss and a vacation. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the engine. I'm going to admit it. I hate flossing. It has never been something that I've ever really gotten into. And now look, I do it. Like, don't get me wrong. This is not an admission of like horrendous dental hygiene. Like I floss twice a day and I, I get in there, man. I, I dig in. But flossing to me was one of those things. First, I never fell into it as a kid. Okay. So I didn't have, I wasn't like a, uh, a, in a household that was filled with adults that really cared about going to the dentist every six months. I probably went like once a year. You know, my family had all kinds of things going on. So whatever, it was not a big deal. And I was blessed with good teeth. Like I never had braces. I think I've had like two cavities in my life. So it wasn't something that really affected me on the regular at all because I could frankly just get away with not flossing every day or ever. <laughs> Honestly, I think through my childhood, I only flossed when when I was at the dentist and they flossed for me. Because again, it was just not part of my thing. So I go to college, you know, and, and I'm out in the real world and I see people flossing. Now again, I'm brushing my teeth, but I just don't, I just don't care about flossing. Now, somewhere along the way, my wife convinces me to start flossing diligently and I get a cavity and that stinks. And so I floss regularly. Fine. The world got me. And I do this, but it's one of those things that I hate and I've never figured out why. Because in the big scheme of things, it takes like what, a minute or two? Right? It's not a big deal. But I hate flossing just slightly more than I hate brushing my teeth. Both of them I hate. And I don't know why. It's not like I dislike having, you know, freshly clean teeth. It's not like I have any problem with that. But there's something about it that just really bothers me. And it's kind of like it's kind of like paying rent. Right? Like you're already you're just doing something so that you can all keep what you already have. Because you already have good teeth and you're just flossing so you can keep them. There are studies on paying rent where people are mad about paying money because they feel they already have the apartment or the home or wherever they are. And they just have to pay this money to this random person to keep to sustain themselves, to keep what they already have. And I've thought for a long time that maybe that's what the teeth kind of experience is for me. But that's not really it, right? There's a, there's a song that I've been listening to um, about this guy singing about how he's on vacation. And I started thinking about the nature of vacation because obviously, look, I'm not on vacation a lot or ever because I, I work like crazy and my, my wife and my kids have school and we have things going on and, and we're not on vacation. But I started thinking about what vacation really was. And vacation, obviously, it is no surprise, is step out from your regular world. Well, what does that mean, right? It's like, all right, well, you go somewhere different or you, you do something atypical. It's like, well, what's so atypical about it, right? You're on vacation. You're eating breakfast. You're eating lunch. What's so atypical about it? Well, you're enjoying yourself. Okay, well, what's so atypical about that? Like, I don't lead a life of torture on a regular basis. And the more I flushed it out, the more I realized that this is the thing. I'm actually dealing with different versions of myself and different ideals with my life when I'm flossing versus when I'm on vacation. Flossing is a wholly unenjoyable, completely useless endeavor if you take it for just that day. Like on the last day of my life, God forbid that's anytime soon, I will not floss because I will have no reason to. 
Absolutely no reason. It's only something for the future. There's no benefit today unless I ate strawberries and have a pit or a seed in my, my teeth. And vacation is the exact opposite of that. Vacation, yes, you may be going through some of the same processes. You may be eating breakfast and lunch, but you're doing things that are wholly benefiting you immediately and temporarily in that moment. Like you go on vacation and you drink, right? You got like a Mai Tai. You don't have to drink like crazy, but you're, you're drinking beers and stuff. You're drinking beers for that day. You're not drinking beers because it's going to help you in the future. And yeah, somebody out there is arguing like, well, you know, you actually could benefit yourself by, by taking vacations and being more productive. Yes, fine, fine. There is some benefit there. But if you think about just the concept of vacation, which is, hey, this is for today. This is for right now. And this is very impactful for me because recently I've been considering what I'm doing with my life. One of my neighbors passed away and that hit me very, very hard. He was a wonderful guy and he was young. He was only 45. And I've been contemplating where in the stage of life I am. Because at 22, 23, 24, right out of college, my wife and I were nothing but work. Nothing but work. Working towards the future. Every minute of every day was an investment in the future. There was almost nothing we were doing for that day, just for that day. Right? That was, that was not the game plan. But that road runs out eventually. Right? Like on the last day of my life, say I know it's the last day, I'm not going to be doing something for tomorrow. I might be doing something for someone, but I'm not doing something for my tomorrow. It's over. So I'm going to be dealing in that kind of vacation mode, which is, look, this is it. What do I need today in the end? The more I go through this, the more I realize that there is this weird transition that you have to make. After you've made this investment in your future, after you've put all this time, your education, your career, you've done all of these things, you've invested in your future, you can't keep living that way. You can't keep solely focusing on tomorrow's investment. Now, if you love what you do, right? Say I was like a stockbroker and I just loved stockbroking, right? Or perfect example, I am a teacher and I love teaching. There's nothing I love more than teaching. This is it helping people, right? Yeah, I love today. I love today because of that, right? I love it. I, I'm about to go and volunteer right now at a, at a middle school, help kids with algebra. I'm volunteering. I love to do it. And that's the transition that I'm talking about. If you don't start focusing on things that you love in and of itself, right? Like I love teaching algebra. I'm going to go teach algebra right now. I'm not getting paid for it. It doesn't matter because I love it and it helps people. If you don't start transitioning to things that you love to do that are either dual purpose, you love to do them and they're an investment in your future, or you even, dare I say, dab in the wholly self-indulgent experience of doing something that you love and will not benefit the future at all aside from you doing it and you love it. If you don't start making those investments, man, we're going to be at the end soon. I'm almost 40. I'm lucky to be here today. We're going to be at the end, all of us at some point. And if we don't fill our lives with enriching and sustaining things that aren't just utility, that aren't just an investment in the future, but truly experiencing today, we might miss out on a big part of life. And I don't want to do that. Get after it. I'm Matt Todd. 
And this is the engine that drives me. Go out and crush it.